0: Set your phasers to sexy Hey you Reading comic books Like the way you look Like the way you
1: And with that, we bring you another episode of True Nordner. Yay!
2: I'm happy. You guys are confused.
3: It was the it was the singing that confused me.
1: <laughs> so uh, this week we are going to look ahead to the year 2019 and what we're kind of looking forward to in this year and.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah, I actually prepped for this.
1: Oh, did you? I didn't.
2: I went and I looked up all the movies coming out in 2019 that I want to see. Good. That's all the prep I did. Uh-huh.
1: So with us is Jen. Hi. Ryan.
3: Hello. And Kevin. I'm here. We found time for me to be here.
1: Yes. Is, is it going me? to be like this for a while, or is uh, it just for this? the
3: next couple of weeks? Yeah, okay.
1: There, there might be an episode or two where Kevin is probably, able to make it, but. Anyways Well, podcast kitty is starved for attention apparently. We started recording,
3: so of course it's time to per- to meow. What
0: the heck?
1: So uh Ryan will start us off as we do every episode with the news. With what you got? The news, Ryan? Uh, so I guess the big
4: thing we got we got a Spider Man trailer. We yep. got far from home footage.
3: Yes. I was
2: kinda hoping that far from home was gonna mean like in space.
3: There's, There's the kitty. London is far from New York, I guess. I know, but
2: I was kind of. Well, it looks it like they go to like... Venice.
4: Yeah, he's and... on a European tour. <clears throat>
3: yeah, but it's it's not uh, it's not it's not Titan.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, I don't know. I liked it. I'm excited.
1: Oh no,
2: I'm still excited. I was yeah. just kind of hoping it was going to be. Spider-Man's
1: Doesn't really place. tell you anything no. about it other no. than Mysterio is in it, but we and already it even knew makes that. him look like a hero.
0: Yeah, like yeah. they
4: keep. Teasing, which I think is perfect because he'll come out as a hero. You know, it'll probably turn out all this shit is him setting shit up well, to make himself look like Belugian. a hero.
1: Exactly.
2: Yep. I said he was Syndrome from Incredibles.
1: Yep. Very similar character. Yeah. yeah. And uh, but, and we also get the hint that Happy Hogan uh, might be shtupping with the. Or AMA, at least looking or at least
3: to.
4: Yeah, May's going eh? to gonna be home alone, so. Well, Peter's far from home.
1: I also liked how it, like it's a trailer that doesn't tell you much and gives you the basic beats that we already knew, but as well is it, it sort of connects to the original film through other means like that how the trailer was set up how we see like sort of like the map sort of drawing stuff and how they use a Ramon song in it not the same one they used in the the last nope. film but the the you have the kind of that thematic connection to it
4: and we see from this trailer how Aunt May finally reacted to finding out he was Spider-Man.
0: Yeah.
4: Like, cause that show, the episode ended, or the episode, the last movie ended with her, you know, going, what the? Yeah. yeah. And then we see him on, you know, in Avengers, but we, we don't see her, so we don't know how, and then we see her at a, doing a fundraiser with him in costume. Yeah. and so then them high-fiving.
1: So. That does bring up the question mark that has been brought up online. Does this film take place before Infinity War or after? After it's you been think said.
4: So? Well, Kevin Feige has come out and oh, said, so unless is? they're lying to us. Yeah. Well, wow. Wouldn't, no, <laughs> wouldn't be the first time. Wouldn't uh, be the first time. But no, this one is supposed to be starting off Phase Four. Yeah. Okay. It's supposed to be taking place right now, more or less, right after
1: Endgame. I wonder why he doesn't get to keep the Iron Spider suit.
4: Wow. Who knows when how Endgame ends? Yeah. Endgame might end taking place before Thanos comes to Earth.
1: He might never get the Iron yeah. Spider yeah.
2: suit. Wabbly, exactly. Yeah. Oh, good. That's not. He good never gets the, the
1: Iron. Out. He <laughs> never gets the Iron suit. Mutants suddenly happen, and a building in the middle of New York shows up with a big four on the yeah. top of it.
4: <laughs> well, some people were wondering if the bus that he's on going into the city, if that's the bus going to the airport for his trip. So, if the whole time you me wibbly wobbly, oh, so then it would be like.
2: When, yeah. So, when the new Spider Man movie takes place, it's like basically picking up where he entered. Well, exactly. It, so, it yeah, all it's comes like down to.
4: Side road. Yeah. 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 Like like Civil War.
2: Yeah. That's not we'll it. see. Yeah, we'll see.
4: But it all comes down to how does Endgame work?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which we will see before we see Spider Man. Yes. So. And then
4: there is speculation. You, know, you brought up the Fantastic Four with the building with. It. People are wondering because you see a scene where there's Avengers Tower and it looks like it'd be under construction. So, it's either under construction because the new owners are renovating it or my my guess was maybe it's under construction because of what happens in well infinity war and who knows in endgame yeah you know you had helicopters crashing into buildings yeah but so the people online are wondering well are we gonna see at some point that that becoming the baxter building with a big old four on it? it's not a
1: bad idea and that's
4: how they kind of go into introducing fantastic
0: four
1: I I just kind of hope when they, if they reintroduce the Fantastic Four that we, they do kind of like Spider-Man did with Homecoming and like, we don't really need to see the origin story. Just have them start off as the Fantastic Four and just kick into it from there. All right. What else you got? You've got, you've got at least half a page of stuff.
4: Yep. Uh, So we got John Wick 3 trailer.
1: Yes, where John we get to Wick see doing John Wick <laughs> things. on a
4: horse and uh, on motorcycles with ninjas yes. or uh, swords <laughs> and oh yeah. um, Halle Berry's in it surprisingly.
3: I've I... never seen a John Wick movie.
2: Oh. no, did the first one's awful. No, <laughs> they it's are, not.
1: They're very well-executed action films. Okay. Yes. Like very like it, it it's it's interesting because they've done like Interesting world building in it, like there's a whole like behind the scenes assassins world that we don't know about. Going on, They have on. their own
4: special uh, hotel
1: and their own gold coin currency, and rumor, like, well, not rumors, like they they have like their own network of information, yeah. and rules and stuff. Yeah, and same once film. you
2: see the first movie, you can't go back to not seeing it, and it was so sad.
4: Oh. But he gets another dog
2: yeah, I was still sad
4: Yeah, so there was also talk of there being a whole TV show Based on, like, surrounding, like, the hotel And then just expanding on that world okay. that, they've, that they've started building on this
1: uh, The concierge is the, um uh, What's his name? From The Wire? Ah, uh, crap We
4: had this discussion a few
1: episodes ago Yeah, yeah. I can't remember what his name is Let's go back and, to an And Ian episode. McShane's in it. And oh, okay. Ian McShane is just awesome. Yeah. Like, he's just good.
4: Uh, so then the other little trailer teaser thing that we got that came out of the blue, uh, we got the Jason Reitman Ghostbuster tease. Yeah. Footage. Yeah. Now, yeah. I'm on board for Ghostbusters content. Yes. Give me more Ghostbusters as long as it's not shit. I enjoyed the, you know, answer the call, Ghostbusters. I enjoy the comics. I've enjoyed everything so far. I'm getting a little worried with this one. They're saying it's supposed to connect to the originals, which is great. Uh-huh. Then they started saying the main cast are going to be like, 14 and 13 years old. Like these young really? kids that yeah. are in just like this one like geeky science kid that has lots of science talk and knows this, comes across this old man who's got all kinds of like Ghostbuster stuff. And which makes me think, oh, this old man is like.
3: Dan Aykroyd?
4: Like, yeah. Like yeah, Ray. He's the go. one
1: that, he's the only one, him and Hudson will be the only ones who agree to it off the bat without seeing anything.
4: Yeah. So it'll be, uh interesting to see what happens yeah i'm going in skeptical i have no problem with them bringing in like yeah bring in a new cast or younger cast okay and continuing the story with those from the original ghostbusters which they could have easily done with the answer to call ghostbusters we've talked about this before so i won't go there again <laughs> but you know 13 14 like, making them that young yeah. uh,
1: it, it, that sounds to me like the, like, hey, Stranger Things was popular, yeah. and they did a well, Ghostbusters tribute. It's Let's funny, do it's, a Strangers thing Ghostbusters.
4: Well, that's you see, it's funny because I guess it was on um, Nerdist News they were talking, and they're like uh, Jessica Trobot. there's like, like from after reading the cast description. She's like, why don't they just have the cast from Stranger Things on it and do have them star in it? The way yeah. they're going, you
3: know, who's yeah. not happy about this is Leslie Jones.
4: Yeah, she's she,
1: not happy at all. Yeah, she
3: went on a Twitter rant last week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I understand her disappointment. Yeah. But I also don't think that them not continuing in the movie franchise is something that Trump would do.
2: <laughs> is that what she said? <laughs> she said oh, yeah. that,
1: that like this is something Trump would do. And like in Twitter you have to take it with a grain of salt. There's no verbal yeah, it like, could be all the context,
2: context making
1: a big joke
4: of the whole thing, but yeah. She did not sound happy.
2: Yeah, you can't interpret tone.
1: No.
4: Yeah.
2: Same thing with emails.
1: My my kick at it is is Jason Reitman has said for years when asked, "Well, would you ever do Ghostbusters 3? Is like, no, it would be the most go- boring Ghostbusters movie ever, and yeah. not to like crap on the guy, but he he is a very talented filmmaker who has made three movies that have made no money, like in the yeah. last in a row. Yeah. So part of me wonders if like the, they pulled up the truck and he's like, eh. I need a win here yeah. and this is this is a possible way of getting mm. it. I, I like it. I, I I remain skeptical. I'm kind of like Ryan, I, I love Ghostbusters, so I I'm interested to see what they do with it, but it's going to, oddly. This is going to be a much harder sell than the last one, than the reboot was for me. The
3: reboot I was on board for. It, this one I yeah. I loved that movie. Yeah, it was really good. I saw it in theaters twice. Yeah, I loved the cast. I thought they were all funny and
2: yeah I know I don't I don't understand why it didn't do better
3: it didn't get the Chinese
1: box office I think that well, that was the major thing that hurt it more no Ghostbuster
4: else. movie will yes because it's called Ghostbusters and involves ghosts yeah and busting ghosts and the whole that's part of the spiritual Asian thing
1: you know Chinese respect and all, that's just a no-no. Unless you make it and make the movie in
3: Hong Kong, or
4: unless it's, okay. yeah, it's a Hong Kong or like horror movie. <laughs> yeah, Maybe if it was a and horror movie, Asian
3: but. ghosts are sort of different than the Western tradition of ghosts. Yeah. Well, exactly,
4: and especially, and it's different from Japan to China to Korea. Like yeah. that whole, it's every place is different. So, and then they didn't, you know, yeah, they didn't get it made in China at all. So, all these ones that do big in China, they have some sort of production Chinese production to help them get a, available in yeah. China so next next uh, oh sad news Electronic Arts the lovely game manufacturer that everybody loves yeah. <laughs> sarcasm um has canceled the open world Star Wars game they were working on
2: No,
1: we didn't even know anything about it other yep. literally when they announced that I was like Oh yeah, they were making an open-world Star Wars game. Yeah. Oh yeah, they kept and hiring for it. Completely really forgotten about it. Yeah,
4: and it sounds like from the from the whispers and the, the rumors and the talk, it sounds like they wanted they decided it was gonna to be too hard and take too long, and they already got shit all over for the last Star Wars
1: Battlefront game, which they're not making any money off of.
4: Yeah, so yeah. people were uh, so they were you know hesitant and now. Uh, Disney needs to take the license away from EA.
1: What Ooh, how give it to someone else? Do they have it for? Do you oh, know? I don't know.
4: I think when they first signed it, it was something like a five or ten year contract, yeah. which would make sense because it takes multiple years to make
1: a game. Yeah, yeah. so ten would almost seem more likely because yeah. it takes so long to, to get one of and those. And
4: they've already yeah. had it for probably like four or five. So yeah, yeah. Well, so there goes. I just want like. A GTA or, like, a Red Dead. We want more Red Dead because GTA is a little crazier. But, like, a game like that, Open World, where I can be a Jedi. That's the big problem with these EA games, too. A lot of them is, like, you can be a stormtrooper. or You can be... Th- I want to be a Jedi. Yeah, Give me a lightsaber. Let me run around chopping stuff. That's what I want to do. Well, see... Give me the force. I
1: want to force push some Ewoks out of trees.
2: So you're going to be a Sith. Eh, I'll be borderline.
1: <laughs> so I've never played Old Republic have you the the oh, MMO no. the So with that <clears throat> there was an MMO before that called Star Wars Galaxies and I I I went on on a few dates with a girl who was like obsessed with that game and but she she explained the problems with it at that time were when the game first started, the thing was, is you can be a Jedi, but you got to work at it. Yeah. It like, you, you can not be a Jedi. Few and far
4: between. I, yeah. You had to find the right things and go on the right quests. Yeah, it was hard.
1: Then they found out that everybody wanted to be a Jedi, so they just opened it up and everybody was a Jedi. And that made it, yeah. like, Boring. dumb.
4: Well, see, that's <laughs> the thing. I don't want or need uh, an MMO. Like, I don't mm. need a Destiny where I had to play with other people. Just... Give me an open world like Grand Theft Auto or something like that where there's lots of stories, there's lots of missions, and I can just go ahead and do what I want. I can just run around or even – I'd even be happy with a re- just a, a, a cleaned-up version of uh, Knights of the Old Republic at this yeah, point. Like, like Just some nice and- MMOs. Even those Force Unleashed games where they were – yeah, I was like go through the level, yeah, yeah. beat up the, Star- uh, the Stormtroopers, face off against Darth Vader – those were fun. Mm-hmm. i replayed them a few times just to find the different color, you know, crystals for my lightsabers.
1: Yeah. <laughs> next,
4: next. Uh, okay. Well, so sticking with Disney, uh, the rumor has it that Disney Plus is going to be getting uh, a Lady Sif series.
1: Interesting. We'll it see. wouldn't have been my first guess.
4: No, but they've but had. She's been one of those ones that they've used her on the TV side yeah, a few times a couple episodes
1: and a couple times they've honestly they've obviously had this idea for a while because they they were asked about her a couple times from Ragnarok like, like because she's not in the yeah. film. No, oh, and everybody else gets and, killed and, off. Yeah, and Infinity War, and like, no, she's okay. We get the, and like, yeah, she was off doing other stuff. Yeah, which, she missed all that. Yeah, so they they obviously knew that they want to do something with her. I guess yeah. this is the end
3: result. If they were gonna do a show based in Asgard, though. I'd rather have seen them do a Warriors Three show. But it may yeah. not be
4: in Asgard because Asgard is destroyed.
1: But
3: Will it be after the end of Endgame? Uh, remember,
4: Asgard is just wherever its people are.
1: Yeah, and they killed off all the Warriors 3, remember? Yeah. Uh-huh.
3: But will they be after the end of Endgame?
1: Uh, who knows? <laughs> we should just put that at the end of everything now. <laughs>
3: next.
4: Uh, next. Ooh, this one's for you. One of your favorite movies from a couple of years ago might be getting a sequel. Which is? Uh, Edgar Wright has said the first draft for Baby Driver 2 exists. Ooh. But that's about all he said for it. Because I guess it was part of an interview in the upcoming issue of Empire Magazine. Yeah. And it was just kind of one of these little things that they asked him about, and he he's, said it does exist. Yeah, he's promoting a
1: documentary on the band called Sparks right now, which is like a... They're kinda, they were kind of a weirdo new wave band. I guess that was his... After Baby Driver, he wanted to do something completely different, and he went that route instead. So, yeah, he's on the promotion trail, but there's lots of avenues where you can take Baby Driver, too. So, yeah. it's, But I, would, I wonder if they would even, like, do you
4: even go with the same act, the same character? Because he went to jail, right? That's how that movie ended. He yeah, went to he jail got, and he got, got out, out yeah. But and then leaves with his girlfriend, or the new yeah. girl. Does he bother going into crime still? or Now, it did say something about there being a whole new cast or a larger cast, which makes sense because well, everybody it, else died. It died.
1: <laughs> and it's one of those hard ones of, like, how do you pull somebody? Like, that would be the typical thing is, like, oh, he gets pulled back in. Yeah. But, like, the guy who would pull him back in, that character is dead, yeah. right? And So are all the other ones. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. But I trust Edgar Wright. I kind of hope he doesn't, though, because he's, like...
3: He's going to end up driving for UPS. <laughs> yeah. there you go. It's going to be about a brown delivery or a pizza truck.
1: delivery. See,
2: yeah. but I think that movie ended so well; it doesn't need like exactly. a, a sequel's the not going to give it anything. Type it's not going to add anything to the story.
1: And really, that he's been very good about. He hasn't done any sequels to his films, and if you watch them, the endings don't really lend themselves to sequels, like Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz. Yeah. Uh, end of the I well, I guess we are getting a hot
4: a Hot Fuzz sequel too, aren't we? No. I thought they were. Ta- there was talk of Hot Fuzz too.
1: Not that I've ever heard of. Okay. Hotter and fuzzier. Apparently, <laughs> he does have a title for a sequel to Shaun of the Dead, but that's like as far as that ever got. Oh jeez. And the it's only Ron one. Shaun of
0: the
3: Dead.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um.
1: Uh. End of the world is the only one that I can like. Well, it ends in kind of a post-apocalyptic thing. Yeah, but see, Definitely. I wouldn't want to see
4: a sequel to that one. Yeah. I want, you know, that that one ended nicely. It was like we got a little peek at that world. It's like, yeah, I don't need to see a movie that takes place in that world. Yeah, but that's me. Okay. Uh, my last little bit of news. It's, it's not well. It's not sad, but it's not happy. Um. So, comic uh, great George oh, Perez—that was yeah. the, fine, the only one
1: we had—has
4: <laughs> uh, announced that he's retiring from comics. Uh, yeah, for those of you, you out there who don't know, recognize the name. Um, he did runs on Justice League of America, New, New Teen Titans, he, probably one he of the biggest ones. Yeah, yeah. Uh Infinity Gauntlet, Avengers, Avengers versus JLA. Um, so yeah, he, he Crisis on
3: Infinite Earths. He did Wonder Woman after the Crisis. Yep. he's probably my favorite all-time comic book artist. Yeah, he's just got such a clean style, and he can draw hundreds of characters in a panel, and you can recognize them all. They don't all look the same.
1: Yeah. So apparently, this is due to complications with diabetes that he's been dealing his, with for his a while. Eyesight is failing. Is starting to failing him. him. Um, he has announced he's doing kind of like a last run of conventions. <laughs> we're going to be sort of lucky, and we're getting one of them. He's going to be at Niagara Falls Comic Con. Okay. So um, his convention sketching has also now been dropped drastically. He yeah. is going to be doing, um, I think he's, he said on his statement, don't quote me here, it's something like five or ten head sketches a day, but pre-done. So, like in a couple weeks before the convention, he'll put it out there. He will put it out there on his website. You order them; it's a hundred bucks pop, and uh, then, which is like a little expensive, but at the same time, is like yeah. I'm tempted. I'm very yeah. tempted. Yeah. Who would you get him to draw? Weirdly, Green Arrow. Oh. I, which is not a character you associate with no. him, but I always liked how he drew him in, like the the big overarching like oh like when you would see him in the background of crisis and stuff like yeah. that if not that i don't know maybe one of the titans maybe raven oh uh,
3: i see i was going first i went wonder woman no donna troy Ooh, starfire the way he draws starfire is awesome
1: yeah with the with the hair, with the hair as the kind the, of the, the trail the infinite hair
3: yeah yeah, no, he was he was the greatest, and uh, uh, so many of the books that got me into comics were George Perez uh, mm. art, especially that run of Titans. Well, yeah, I like
4: that that run of Titans is where you get a lot of the definitive Titans stories. Well, yeah,
1: it's where the, it's nobody where the, knows what Teen Titans was before that yeah. book, and
3: it's where the modern DC universe came from too. Like, yeah, there wasn't really a strict continuity before New Teen Titans. New Teen Titans was DC's response to the popularity of X-Men. And uh, nobody expected it to be the hit that it was. But when you think of, like, Deathstroke the Terminator came out of the Titans, yeah. Trigon the Terrible, Brother Blood. You, you know, Cyborg, Raven, and Starfire were brand new characters that debuted in New Teen Titans mm-hmm. number one. Those were not pre-existing.
1: And Cyborg characters. has become such an important thing to their... Their whole media empire at this point. Uh,
3: well, the, all the Teen Titans cartoons and everything yep.
1: is based loosely on
4: those original. Well, as you say, yeah, you've all you've had, you've seen the the Judas contract told in multiple <laughs> versions. Judas contract is of, I mean, of that. Um, if you've
3: never read the original Judas contract, uh, track it down. It is classic. I think I have it in my
1: in my comicsology library. I know it's it's part of. Batman history but were they the ones that like were Marv Wolfman and George Perez were they the ones that basically took Dick out of being Robin or was that Batman and they followed suit like they're the ones that gave him the Nightwing costume and all
3: that so so the New Teen Titans started in 82 80 1980 so Dick Grayson as Robin hadn't really appeared in Batman comics all that much in the 70s in the late 70s they'd send him off to college he appeared in sort of um, backup stories in Detective or there was a book called Batman Family and he would team up with Batgirl a lot but he wasn't really used a lot so I think it was Wolfman and Perez who said well, let's get him out of Batman's shadow. And uh, one of the best issues of that early run of New Teen Titans is issue 38, uh, which is called Who is Donna Troy? And it's about Dick being, as a wedding gift for Donna, he investigates her backstory and where she came from because her continuity has always been muddy and it got muddier even after the crisis. But if you read that, that story, that's about Dick realizing what his skills are and I think that that's like a story that you can pinpoint is like, okay, this is the beginning of Robin coming out from the shadow of oh, Batman. Oh, cool. And then the Judas contract happens, and that's when he's like, I'm done with Batman. I need to be – and he walks away from the Titans even, and then stuff happens with the Titans. That's and Deathstroke a stroke. Yeah. And, and I and love he gets that funky 70s outfit Night, Nightwing. Disco
1: yeah. Nightwing yeah, yeah with the huge collar. I love the the issue where he and Kid flash where they they hang up their outfits after crisis the yeah. the cover of that issue. I've yeah. always thought was really good. Yeah. They use a great use of like nothing cuz yeah. it's pretty it's blank other than them and the the costumes like and hanging off and the logo. It's sort of reminiscent right?
3: of oh. the Spider-Man No More cover yeah. with the hero walking away and the costume in just in a
1: trash can.
3: Yeah.
2: I like that episode of Teen Titans Go where they all decide that they don't want to be part of Robin's team anymore, so he has a team of Robins, and he goes and gets all the past Robins and different versions of Robins, and he becomes the Robin team, Uh and then he still gets voted off. (laughs) Now, <laughs> I don't know anything about the Teen Titans comic.
1: <laughs> he I just is,
2: wanted to participate.
1: Yeah. <laughs> now, as much as it's kind of sad for us, he has stated, like, look, I've had a really good and nice run.
4: Oh, no. And he's leaving it on his own
1: terms. Yeah. yeah. But he did also throw the caveat in there, like, you never know if there's something good enough and I have enough lead-in time. Because I think that's the main problem is... Like in the the last 10 years, he's not been the fastest guy in the world, well, anyways. No. So, you know, he now that his eyesight's getting. One no, of my favorite worse.
3: sort of minor things that he ever drew was um, a book that he did with Peter David called Saxon Violence. Oh, yeah. It was, uh, that's an epic book, isn't yes, it? Yes, I yeah. believe it was.
1: Or it was originally, I think it's creator owned.
3: Yes, because something yeah. says tells I think me Peter that Peter David it, owns his characters, and
1: it got reprinted not too long ago. Yeah,
3: that that's a great uh, sort of minor Perez book. Yeah, but I I think the pinnacle of his work is probably JLA Avengers, where he drew almost every character in both major comic book universes.
1: Yeah, the the story isn't amazing in that. But no, it, but, but the, the art issue is...
3: where you where it flashes through different eras of both teams' continuities, and you end up with like. Um, a luau on the Justice League satellite with the '80s Avengers, you know, Hawkeye versus Green Arrow, and the yeah.
1: And there, there's that one shot with like the the battered Superman who, and he's got like Thor's Thor's hammer, hammer and, and Captain Man
3: America's shield. <laughs> it's
1: a really good image, but yeah. so I, I hope he enjoys his retirement. I'm I'm hoping I can make it to Niagara Falls Comic Con to one one more signature out of him. Is I've got my Crisis hardcover signed by him and was, that was at the, the Toronto Comic Con or Fan Expo where the power went out oh. <laughs> so they, um, he basically went down the line at, like there was a panel room yeah. he went down the line and just signed everybody's books as, to, yeah.
3: yeah he was probably one of one of the two artists of that era that sort of defined my taste as a comic book reader of the time it's yeah. him and John, John oh,
1: Byrne him, uh, him doing Blue Beast too uh, that would be a good sketch. Because I don't blue, think... Blue Beetle? Blue Beast. The, the, the Blue Furry be- well, oh, beast, the beast from x the be- Oh, yeah, because he
3: did that. No, he didn't do the redesign, I, but I think he was sort he, of...
1: The- he followed up on Avengers with it. Because he was drawing
3: after. Avengers in that run where Beast and Wonder Man were like a comic duo.
1: Yeah. Alrighty. Well, thank you for the news. That's all there. I got for news. Yep so um because uh, some of us are pressed for time yeah <laughs> we're gonna start off with kevin and what he's looking forward to in 2019
3: oh it's gonna be a good year i think um i have made the decision that i am going to star trek las vegas this summer yep and uh you're going to vegas in the summer
2: well, I went the, to Vegas in the summer. It sucked. It the whole so convention
3: <laughs> takes place at the Rio, and I never have to leave the hotel.
2: Yeah, if you're inside, everything in Vegas is air conditioned. So,
3: uh, the Star Trek Las Vegas is a, is the, is the, is an annual convention that is put on by uh, Creation, which has done Star Trek conventions since yes. I started going to conventions, and. Um, it was the convention where the Star Trek Discovery News got broken, where the Star Trek Picard series got broken. And, uh, they have a huge, huge guest lineup. Um, uh, Shatner, Kate Mulgrew, Michelle Nichols, Walter Koenig, Brent Spiner, Michael Dorn, Jonathan Frakes, Gates McFadden, Denise Crosby, John Delancey, uh, most of the cast of Enterprise, most of the cast of Voyager, uh, a lot of like minor people. They Wait, haven't
1: was the guy who played Gold is he on the list?
3: Uh let's see.
1: Can't or no, see. sorry, not Gold Ducott, Um That's Garrick, D- the uh Demar. the tailor. Oh uh, no. no. I, I thought I saw him you no. scroll by him. Darn. No.
3: Not yet. Not yet. That's not to say they won't be. Uh because nobody from Discovery has been announced yet as a as a guest. And I assume that they will be. They've been at the past two Star Trek Las mm. Vegas's. Um
1: I would feel bad because I would go up to him. the guy who was the tailor on Deep Space Nine who was also the spy yep. and I would get him to sign my copies of Dirty Harry and Hellraiser. <laughs> uh,
3: don't feel bad, huh? I'm sure he loves.
1: Me. Why those he was the bad guy in Dirty Harry. Oh, and okay. the original Dirty Harry was the bad uh, guy, and he's a, one of the supporting cast members in
0: Hellraiser.
3: I'm uh, also guessing that that this convention will be where news breaks about the Picard show. I and would maybe assume so. The new so. animated show as well. Um, they may announce casting for that. Um, I'll so, have to
1: give you a little digital recorder so you can record updates and email yeah. me them. So
3: the, uh, the the trip uh, the convention is July 31st to August 4th. Um, I haven't booked it yet But that's going to happen very soon And then after that I am going to go to Disneyland Woo. Where I'm going to visit um, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge Because that opens in June So I'll get to see that
1: So wish we had the money
3: to, very, to <laughs> I, It's going to be I know it's going to be crazy busy I know it's going to be hours and hours of waits For these rides but I haven't been to Disneyland in uh, in twelve years in California, and uh, I it's only a four hour bus ride from Las Vegas, mm. so um, why not? So I have booked a hotel for that part of my trip. I haven't booked anything for the Vegas part yet, but it will happen very shortly. So that's the one big thing I'm looking forward to this year. Cool.
2: That sounds very exciting. Yeah, I'm excited about it.
1: Very excited. You'll have to sort of record updates and post.
3: Oh pictures yeah, and I'm and sure there'll be like lots that. of Facebook live postings from. Um, Especially Disneyland. So, uh, In addition, uh, closer to home, I loved the Elmville Street Party last year, so I'm looking forward to doing that again. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one, too. That should be fun. I'm looking
2: forward to actually being able to go.
3: Yes, I'm I'm glad you guys can make it this year. Well, hopefully. Um,
2: (laughs) It's on my birthday. (laughs) Yeah. We can do your birthday a different day.
1: Yeah, that's true.
3: Uh, this weekend coming up I am going to see the Toronto Symphony play Star Wars Uh, oh nice they're showing the film and then the the live orchestra is playing the score
2: have you ever gone to see one of those before no it's very decadent feeling that you're in like you're sitting there watching a movie and there's like a live orchestra playing the music. I, I'm you trying to figure out, kind of. What
3: like, should I wear? Like, should I like wear a Star Wars T-shirt with a suit jacket? Would that be like cliche? So when I think we, we do it, we
1: went. We saw Back to the Future, and you got a mix of both. You got a mix of the older people who have like subscriptions. Who are
2: like, why am I here? Here,
1: <laughs> and you also had like. Younger people, because the idea is to bring younger people into the symphony, right? So,
3: Well, when I checked last night, there were three tickets left for Saturday's show.
1: We're uh, <laughs> talking about going to see Empire Strikes Back.
3: Oh, yeah, because they are doing the entire uh, classic trilogy plus Force Awakens, for Force Awakens this season at the symphony. No so. prequels, weirdly. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: Nobody wants to go see those. But
3: Duel of the Fates is a great piece of music.
2: Yes. It is, yeah. Somebody <laughs> argued
1: that Oops. it was probably one of the best pieces of the the Star Wars score. Yeah.
2: The thing about going to see one of these movies that the Toronto Symphony Orchestra is playing is that it has to be one where it's the score that really stands out. Like, it was really cool to see Back to the Future, and I really enjoyed it, but... It's it was a, it's, 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 it's not
1: not a score you really think of yeah. other than the main theme yeah. too.
2: It's not super musical, right? Yeah. Well, so I mean going to see like The Lord of the Rings when they have those long yeah. shots of them just walking yeah. in the Or Gladiator,
1: music. Gladiator or Gladiator, excellent.
2: Or Star Wars, or Titanic. Yeah, yeah. You, or you, Jaws. Yeah, where you have dun, that dun, beautiful yeah. music dun, dun. that really is Superman a Superman
3: would be another great one yeah. too. Weirdly the
1: one I want to go to they, and they've done it like 3 years in a row is they do Home Alone every Christmas. Uh, and Home Alone's one of those underrated John Williams scores, like you that you don't really think about but it's really orchestral yeah. and very nice another
3: uh, one that would be great and i know we have done it before uh, if they did again i'd love to go to would be a looney tunes night yeah
0: because those are
3: filled with classical music
2: that's the only reason i know a bunch of opera exactly same
1: uh, it's the one seinfeld joke that uh, like i i really got w- when i saw one of the episodes <laughs> is like <laughs> i hope they probably killed the wabbit <laughs> <laughs>
3: so uh, yeah so that's that's coming up this weekend for me, and i'll report nice. it. the next uh next um um next episode uh, um what else um movies well i mean avengers uh is gotta be probably on everybody's list yep um and uh, Shazam <sighs>
1: I, when, I hope it's as good as it looks. When,
4: really when does do. that actually come out? In April. April? What, yeah. Shazam? Shazam? Yeah. I was wondering when oh, it... I thought
1: Shazam was February.
3: No, it's April.
4: Oh. I've uh, been lying to so, people. Sorry. So just before Avengers, then.
1: What What has the uh, Valentine's Day slot this Isn't year? is that when Captain
2: Marvel's coming out? Yeah, that's, no, that's March. Captain
3: it's March like, it looking, March.
2: like the first week of March. I don't I think
1: anything... Any,
3: Weird. You uh, oh. yeah, Lego Movie 2.
4: Yeah. Uh, and then originally it was supposed to be one of those X-Men movies.
1: That's right. But it got yeah. bumped. Oh, that's the bit of rumor that I didn't mention. Is Apparently rumor going around is New Mutants has been bumped again. Uh, and that Fox is considering just dumping it on Hulu uh, at this point.
3: Uh, Battle Angel Alita opens uh, Valentine's Day.
1: Oh, sweet. That movie looks so good.
2: Happy Valentine's Day, Jen. Yeah, I'm working until like nine o'clock on Valentine's <laughs> Day. So <laughs> I do really want to see Battle Angel Alita, oh, though. It looks good. We
3: might go to
1: the Friday night then. Yeah. We'll, we'll go to dinner in a movie or something.
3: Yeah. One thing I'm not looking forward to are the quote unquote live action remakes that Disney's doing. This I'm year.
2: intrigued by the Aladdin one, just, but I really love the Aladdin animated one. Yeah. That's the only reason why I'm intrigued.
3: Yeah. Um, like, Calling the new Lion King live action mm-hmm. is really ridiculous. It's yeah. It's just a it's better in- looking cartoon. Yeah. And the original Lion King is such a classic. Why do you need to remake it? Yeah. Uh,
1: because uh, well, a lot of people went and saw Beauty and the Beast see, live action I, and I, that I Jungle really, Book.
2: Other than um, Hermione singing, what's her name? Uh, Emma Watson? Emma Watson. Yeah. 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 Her singing wasn't great. But I really enjoyed the, the Beauty and the Beast live action. Uh, and I love the Beauty and the Beast animated. It's one of my favorites. Mm. But and the Cinderella one was was decent. I don't remember disliking it. Not enough that I'd ever want to purchase it. Uh, that's why I'm intrigued by the Aladdin.
1: Oh yeah, one. and they're getting like top flight guys to do these things too. Yeah. Like and it's but Tim t- Burton's Dumbo. Yeah, and, uh, it's... Kenneth Branagh did the Cinderella one. Yeah,
3: and it's um uh oh. Happy Hogan is directing John, John Favreau. John Favreau, Favreau is directing yeah. Lion King. Well,
1: didn't didn't he do Jungle Book? Yes, he yes, did. yeah, because that was his back in the Disney's Good Graces movie. Um, and but the weird one is is Guy Ritchie is the one behind Aladdin. Yeah, and that's another
2: reason why I'm intrigued.
1: Yeah, I'm I, because he's not the he, I would have never thought of him to do that. And I want to see how Will Smith plays the genie. Yeah. yeah. And apparently he he's, at least for parts of it, he's live action in a costume. Yeah. Now, they, he said in an interview that like his final form hasn't been shown off yet. So I guess there's going to be bits and pieces where he's like full-blown genie mode or something.
3: So I was looking at a list of upcoming movies for the year two. And nothing is really jumping out at me. There's a lot of sequels and a yeah. lot of remakes. Like, the big animated films from Disney this year are Toy Story 4 and Frozen 2. Like, do we need those? Probably not.
1: So, Toy Story 3 just ended on such a great note that it's like, why, why keep kicking that well, one? Well, apparently
3: Toy Story 4 is going to be a romantic comedy about um, Woody and Bo Peep. Okay. Okay. <laughs> We have to think now that they're oh, now that they're owned by a little girl right yeah that's another bit of news too lee Unkrich from pixar uh just announced he's retiring mm. uh he was a he directed a lot of your classic pixar films okay like number two under lassiter lassiter's got a new job with another animation which different. apparently
1: is already getting that job into trouble yeah but.
3: uh but Unkrich has, has has said after 25 years i'm I just spend more time with my families.
1: Yeah, well, fair enough. And he's Uh, probably got the money to do it too. So yeah, good on him.
3: So that's uh, that's it, really, for me, uh, movies wise. Cool. Uh
1: Anything else that?
3: uh well, uh Star Trek, whatever the Star Trek people come up with this year, I'm excited like, about. Like, the f- <laughs> I can't say anything because half of these people haven't watched the first episode of the new season of Discovery. Sorry. Well, we but now have a way of doing it. It so. looked really good. Like I it looked like a movie and it was fantastic. Yeah, um, I enjoyed the first episode. Uh so that um whatever the Star Trek people come up with um yeah, I'll just stumble through the year. I think this year, and whatever strikes my fancy will strike my fancy. Okay, cool. Wow. So
1: we will go from there and move on to Ryan.
2: Oh, um, what big trips do you have planned?
4: Uh, let's see. Um, I'm gonna go to work every day, Ooh. and then home, and then work, and then home. Well, you yeah. also, and then did, I'll come over here. You did a I'll decent sized trip last year. Though, yeah, so. yeah, well. That was because I had family getting married, and thankfully other people paid for that trip. So because yeah. <laughs> I can't afford to, Lord knows I live paycheck to paycheck. So, so if I have if there's any rich people that want to throw some money my way, I'll take it.
2: Keep that in mind when we start our Patreon.
4: Yeah, um, but no. So I don't have any big plan and trips planned. I do want to take some time off this summer and do something or go somewhere, uh, even if it's just like local. But. Uh, so events, though, yeah, I'm looking forward to Fan Expo. We always do. Uh, but the Elmville Street Street Fest, uh, Sci-Fi Street Festival, this year's theme is Harry Potter
2: themed. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. So it should be uh, I fun. I regret
2: not buying Harry Potter robes when we had the chance.
1: It was really hot. I we would have died. But I
2: already would have used them three extra times since then.
1: <laughs> yeah, you would have gotten your money's worth out of them. Assuming we could have dry cleaned the stench out of them. Aww. <laughs>
4: you gonna leave a stench in your robes, ew. Um, so that's coming up in July. Uh, we got Toronto Comic Con coming up, uh, in March. That's yes. I'm hoping to at least go one day, like we did last year. So yeah, yeah. That was, am, that's a fun show.
1: I am. Um, I'm going to be careful on what I say. Well, I you probably, you, you s- may be doing some panels or something. I am doing panels, and so don't
4: say anything else. And I moving have a on, sneak
1: peek at the guest list. Oh, okay. And if you are a comic book fan. There are two names in particular that are really awesome and haven't been in the Toronto area in quite a while. Ooh. Oh, cool! I'll, I'll tell you before you leave, Kevin, because one in particular will catch Ooh. your your
4: interest. So there's that. Um, I'm looking forward to see what this you know, what we get from Disney's, uh, Disney's uh, Disney Plus Disney Plus with The Mandalorian. Because, you know, yeah, I, want, I like my Star Wars content. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm hoping that second half of, uh, of Resistance, it, the, the teaser trailer they showed for it made it look like, it's like oh, this is going to get good. But the first episode was same old,
3: same old.
4: Yeah, but going to give it time.
3: Yeah, I will.
4: And then, uh, you no, know, yeah, looking forward to Spider-Man, looking forward to Avengers Endgame, uh, Captain Marvel. I'm looking forward to the Marvel movies. I like mm. the Marvel movies. Got to continue that story going. I'll go. Don't sh- get my money a couple times probably. Yeah. Uh there's some new action figures coming out that are doing yeah. pretty good. We got uh, that new Spider-Man wave should, that we should be seeing any time now. Uh, hopefully. Uh the Captain Marvels, there was uh, okay. one or two in there.
1: Kevin, Puma is getting an action figure. Has gotten one. Puma from Spider-Man. Yeah. You don't yeah. I remember
3: him and I'm just like, "Really?" <laughs> that, if that's a minor character if I've ever heard yeah. of him. Right? Yeah. They and Night
1: Thrasher from, uh, New, from Warriors, New Warriors, complete with skateboard. Oh, does he? uh
4: Yeah, that's the build a figure wave to build
3: Kingpin. Kingpin,
1: and they, which looks pretty good. And they've also they've with the Professor X figure that's coming out.
3: Is it the Into the Spider Verse shaped Kingpin with it? N- no, it's no just standard
1: big, big bulky. Comic bulky. But they uh, have a Professor X coming out, and Professor X has an alternate head for it to turn him into the Shadow King. Oh. <laughs> so uh, you have to buy
4: two waves of Spider-Man figures. Yeah. I won't be building Kingpin. No. Um. What else is there this year that I'm looking forward to? I don't know. I'm kind of just hoping it's going to be a good year. It looks like it's going to be a good year. Last year was a good year. I'm sure there's going to be some surprise movies that kind of sneak up on us. Uh,
3: There's a Godzilla movie coming up. There is a Godzilla movie.
4: I'm looking forward to Godzilla movies because I like Godzilla movies. Especially
3: if it ties into Kong. Well, it's supposed to be building building to that
4: because the next one is supposed to be Godzilla versus King Kong type movie. How they do that, I don't know, but... I'll go and see it. Mm-hmm. That Godzilla cartoon on Netflix, uh, I watch it. I'm trying those cartoon movies like the anime ones.
1: Yeah, they just put out a third one. Yeah, I
4: haven't even finished the second one yet. It, it's it's a little rough. It's not your standard Godzilla. Yeah, like it's not. It's like the humans leave Earth, then they come back, and Godzilla rules the world, and there's other monsters. And yeah, watch it if you want. Yeah. I'm not gonna say do it. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I didn't do my homework. I don't know what comics are coming out this year. There's nothing been any big events announced yet.
3: There's
1: the War of the Realms, is the next big one from Marvel.
3: Yeah, that,
1: that, that doesn't really intrigue is me. DC no, you
3: gonna finally finish uh, whatchamacallit with the Watchmen and the Superman, <laughs> Doomsday Clock, Doomsday Clock. Yeah, I think
4: they're halfway through it now. I think Whoa. I was just I finally put a bunch of my comics away. I had uh, like you know, four months worth of comics to put mm-hmm. away. So when I was cleaning my office this weekend, and uh, I think we're up to issue 7 or 8, so we're like half, of like 14 or 12. Oh, I... Like, I think it's like halfway through.
3: Well, that's not bad. No.
4: It's not great. It's been delayed a few times, and every time I read an issue, I forget what happened in the previous one, but... yeah. The Star Wars comics are pretty good. They got a few uh, new uh, Age of Republic and Age of Rebellion, those little stories coming up. They look yep. good.
1: Dr. Afra is still going strong.
4: Yeah. The Star Wars mainline, we got to be getting close to Empire Strikes Back yeah. territory now. So. I
1: wouldn't be surprised if that's like the, they end this book and start a new one that yeah. takes place either during that timeline or after. I hope that I'm looking forward to like them explaining how they end up on Hoth and stuff like that. Yeah.
4: All right. Yep, yeah, that's me. I don't, I live a quiet, boring life.
2: Ma.
1: Ma, I feel sorry for. Well, me. we're not doing a heck of a lot this year. Either. Get your
2: passport. You can come to the states with us.
1: And spend the money I don't have. Yeah. Sounds good.
2: That's what we do.
4: Yep. <laughs> Jen.
2: Uh. So I made a list of movies, but whoa.
4: See, Jen did her homework.
2: Well, Jen was off today. <laughs> so I was like, "Oh yeah, I have time to prep." Um, well, two thing, two possible trips that I'm looking forward to that Brent and I may do. We
1: haven't decided which one we're doing. It
2: all depends on what time <laughs> I can get off work with my vacation. Um, so on the August long weekend is the last BronyCon in Baltimore. Oh, uh, and
4: <laughs> Brent- same
3: weekend as Star
2: Trek.
4: I'm picturing Brent at a BronyCon. We fit is- right in because most of those Bronies will have the same kind of. Yeah, but he, Body won't, shape, he won't wear
2: a costume.
4: And, well, no, but most of them don't wear costumes <laughs> either.
2: <laughs> but anyway. Brent but is he is will ha- have
4: to have a My Little Pony t-shirt on. Brent's
2: a super sweetie and said that we would go. Uh, Aww. Because it's the last one. But if I can't, since it's an August long weekend, I don't know if I, first of all, it's the summer, and second of all, it's a long I weekend. Think. I don't know if I'd be able to get the time off work because I'm bottom of the seniority list. So the other thing that we I was thinking is um, in October for our Five-year anniversary. Oh. It's been five freaking years already. You have put up with him for that long?
1: No, we should put no, it
3: up
4: for me longer. That's, that's how, how long, long we've been, been married. It was yeah. <laughs> five years ago. Your wedding. Yeah, wow.
2: 2014. I was there. Yeah, we knew Ryan way back then. Um, the what is it? The Kane County. The, Toy yeah, Fair? the Kane
1: County Toy Fair. Yeah,
2: so it's just outside of Chicago, oh. and it's like these three gigantic buildings jam-packed full of toys and junk, and I'm really excited <laughs> to go through it.
1: It looks like I don't exactly know the size but it looks like the 400 flea market but toys.
2: <laughs> and three of them. <laughs> so that that looks like fun. So we thought we could, you know, drive down to Chicago, spend a day in Chicago, go to the toy fair for a day or two and then drive back. Um, and that it happens to be and on, then,
3: and then crash a parade, and uh, yeah, and do the whole Ferris Bueller thing. Yeah,
2: so it's funny. Brent you wants to do that. the Ferris Bueller. <laughs>
1: Jen was, I, I don't care that was much. Was possibly going to a conference in Chicago a couple of years ago. I didn't know. And go. I, it looked like I would be able to work from the hotel room, and then I'm talking to uh, our friend and, and archivist, Gavin, about well, what do I do? Because he used to be a professional tour guide. He's like. You you could totally do Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I'm like, I could do Ferris Bueller's Day <laughs>
0: Off.
1: You'd have to find a parade though to crash. Yeah, that's the only thing. But
4: or you, you just do walk down the street like, singing, <laughs> make your own gallery, parade. Yeah.
1: The the Sears Tower, Wrigley, and the Wrigley Field, <laughs> so and yeah. the, and when we would be going this year, um, it's doubtful that the Cubs are going to be in a postseason yet again. Well, it'll be the
2: end of October if we go. Yeah, exactly. So.
1: They would have to be in the World Series, and it would have to be running late. Yeah.
2: Um, so I don't have enough vacation time, unfortunately, to do, or we don't have enough money, unfortunately, or to both. do both of those trips. Come yeah.
4: on, lottery numbers.
2: Yeah, I know. But i they're both possibilities right now that I'm kind of looking forward to. Uh, so my I have a big list of movies for 2019, because I did my homework. Oh,
4: uh, I see movies on your list I forgot about.
2: Yeah. So I, these are no these are the, actually the order these are in are the orders in which I found them on the internet. So yeah. in no particular order, uh, there's a bunch of movies I'm looking forward to. So there's Avengers Endgame. Game, yeah. Captain Marvel, yeah. yep. Lego Movie Two, okay. uh, Dark Phoenix.
4: Uh, that's one of those ones that I don't know if, I'll, I'll,
2: I'll, if it ever. No, no, no yeah. I've been
4: looking forward. I want to see it. I don't know if it'll show up in theaters. Uh, I think it's going to get like it'll just get it's going to get pushed to a streaming service. I think I think
1: we'll see it in theaters, but it's going to be on a dump weekend. Like it's going to be on a weekend that nobody cares about. Because is that
2: the one that's the continuation of the X Men so far, right? Yeah. Like the the current one, the chick from Game of Thrones. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I've really liked all of those so far. So I'm, I don't know, it'd be good. Isn't there a chick from Game of Thrones in New Mutants too? Yes, <laughs> yes she is. Yeah, I skipped over Maisie... New Mutants
3: because I don't know if I want to see what, that. What's her name? Ms? It looks scary. Maisie Williams. That's yeah. it.
2: Uh, so Aladdin, as I've mentioned before, I'm a little intrigued by. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars Episode Nine Is that coming out this year? In December. Yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, Spider Man Far From Home. I am looking forward to, to Frozen too, just because I love Frozen. It's adorable. Uh, the new Hellboy movie. How to Train Your Dragon oh, three? Yeah.
1: I keep forgetting about Hellboy.
2: Yeah, How to Train Your Dragon three, which Brent and I need to go see in the movie because or in the theaters because we our first date was the first movie. Aww. Aww.
1: I cried in the second one. Oh yeah, Aww. this is why
2: I'm not allowed to own the second one because he's like I've never no, watching this
1: again. You can own <laughs> it. So I'm sad. just not going to watch it.
2: Uh, Shazam, uh, Men in Black International. I'm that does look intriguing. That. Yeah. yeah, looks fun. Detective Pikachu.
4: <laughs> the Pokemon movie we, <laughs> never, we never we never thought we wanted
2: yeah,
1: or would get. The movie you never asked for, but hey, it's see it. cool.
2: And I'm kind of intrigued by The Rock's Jungle Cruise movie, too. Uh, if that uh, makes it up. If it year. makes it up. Yeah. Now, I mean, there's definitely a lot of movies in here that I am looking forward to seeing more than others. Like Jungle Cruise and Aladdin are probably on the low end of the movies I want to see. Uh, but I'm really looking forward to Avengers, Captain Marvel, Spider-Man, uh, How to Train Your Dragon 3, because I love those movies. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, then there's a couple of books that I'm looking forward to. I didn't write down the the titles, but I started, you know, book one was in 2018 or 2017, yeah. and then I'm like, oh, right, i got to remember to read book two.
4: Well, that reminds me, the next Expanse book comes out this year at some point.
2: I'm glad you're reading, Ryan. <laughs> it makes me <my> happy. <laughs> Um yeah, I don't know what else is coming out in 2019. No, well, that's okay. okay.
3: Yeah. Most of those movies I just took as a given that I would go to see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah,
2: Pretty much all of those
1: movies. Yeah, like a, like going through your list and like, yep, all of those. Yeah. And, and probably Joker.
2: Oh, yeah. I, I don't want to see
1: that. Uh, I'll, I'll wait until the teaser. <laughs> Um, yeah, only add-ons to those is, um, I saw a trailer the other day for Lords of Chaos, Uh which is, um, uh, based on the story of the, the bands that were involved in the rise of black metal in like, uh, Norway, I guess. Okay. Um, starring not Macaulay Culkin, what's his brother's name? Who's actually in Kieran is in it. And the, the story is is interesting from the effect of like, that, like, like these guys started a genre of metal, which is not everybody's cup of tea because it's loud, fast, and pretty hard to understand. But the story behind it, like, how, like, these guys sort of rose up in the scene and then, like, started infighting with one another, and then that grew to, like, burning down churches and like the escalation point is, and it sort of ends with like one of the founding fathers getting stabbed to death by one of the other guys. And it's a really interesting story. The only drawback is, is the book that it's based off of is not the most factual of books on the subject. So, but the guy who directed it, um, was around all of those guys when this was happening. So um, hopefully he will bring more of a a little bit more of the the what really happened in there. But it it, it intrigues me. It, it, like it's one of those genres of metal that I don't particularly like. I can name one band that has a couple songs that are okay. And even then, like, if you go with the people who are into true black metal, it's not really <laughs> there. No, those guys aren't that. And I'm like, all right, whatever. But the the story has always fascinated me, like, from that point. So I'm kind of curious to see how that goes. And, you know, like, the rest of the movies in, that we've mentioned. John Wick 3, uh, after seeing that trailer, I'm, I'm sold. Oh, yeah. I, I love a good action movie when it's well executed. So, like, sometimes you don't have to reinvent the wheel, either. Like, you know, give me a a solid action movie that goes from point A to point B to point C, and I'll I'll be happy. Um, Beyond that, um, Marvel's uh, bringing back of Conan. I'm I'm digging kind of what they're doing. I got the first issue of Jason Aaron's run. Really enjoyed it. Going to get the trade of that. Um, I purchased the first omnibus of the old school Marvel book with uh, Roy Thomas as writer and Barry Windsor Smith as the artist on it. And I'm slowly making my way through that. And like I I just did Conan. And it's for the first time in quite a while I may have to track down a variant cover of a comic book. Because I think it's Conan number three. Has a variant cover with Conan fighting a bunch of Skrulls. Oh, really? Uh, I guess the okay. tie-in with Captain Marvel coming out, like the variants that month are going to be sort of around those themes. It, assuming it's not too expensive, I'll pick yeah. it up. But, and uh, I look forward to like to, um, some of the comics I'm reading like right now, like Green Lantern. I'm really curious, you really digging what, that one. Yeah, um, what happens next in it? Uh, Wild, the Wild Storm returns this week. Of as we record, and they're bringing in Midnighter and the Apollo into the series. Okay, who are two of my favorite characters from Stormwatch and, uh, the Authority and but they're gay Batman and Superman, or at least oh, okay. they were, except like ramped up a bit. <laughs> so yeah, that sort of stuff. And oh, and uh, I'm really looking forward to. It sounds like I'm finally getting. Neil Gaiman's run on Miracle Man finished and collected, which is I've been waiting for that since they Marvel announced they were reprinting Miracle Man. So there you go. Yeah, that's
4: one of those ones that's been all kind of tied up with legal issues. Well, yeah, but they've been delayed. Yeah,
1: I don't know what the delays on this side art is, other than it was a story arc that was never finished when it was originally published. Okay. And Neil and the original artist were coming back to finish it. And Neil is a busy guy, and maybe that's what has happened here is that he it's probably not priority lower one. on his priority list than other things, but i'm I'm looking forward to it' because rereading Miracle Man has been uh, an interesting trip in a lot of ways the The one thing that i I took from it when I finished Alan Moore's part of the book is like. Man of Steel was a decent Superman movie for me, but it was a really good Miracle Man movie. <laughs> 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 Just need to swap some of the names around. So yeah, the, looking and oh,
4: you know, other movie I'm sorry, to, oh, that I'm looking yeah, for the one I can never remember the name of. Mm-hmm. That's done by. Uh, it's been produced by James Gunn.
3: I know the one. you oh, that talking It looks is, like
1: it's evil, like evil Superman, Superman movie. Sort of. It, it's intriguing.
4: Yeah. At least the first trailer makes me think. What the heck is this? I kind of want to see
3: it. Yeah, yeah. I saw that trailer and went, "Ooh!" It looked like something Mark Miller would have written.
1: Yeah. It, it really looks like an Elseworlds Superman. It's like Super like Superboy Prime's origin, mm. that Superboy Prime from back in
4: pre-New Fifty Two.
3: I think it comes out this summer,
1: yeah. Oh, if if it gets things. a wide release at all,
3: oh,
0: excuse
3: me,
4: <laughs> <laughs> nice,
0: bright um, Brightburn. It's
4: yeah, that's yeah, it. Look it up, watch the trailer. It's like as if Superman was, you know, Superman, and then all of a sudden, when he's a kid getting his powers, decides to go
1: evil.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So, um, travel wise, uh, I'm looking forward to. Doing some more conventions. Hopefully, I'd like to add a new one to it. I, I don't know what, though, or where, because it's kind of got to be drivable this year. Um, but uh, I'm looking How for. How far is
3: drivable for
1: you? Yeah, that's the question mark. Uh, yeah. Because
3: I think Montreal is a great convention.
1: I would like to do Montreal one. I've of these heard years. good things about Ottawa, too. Yeah.
3: Same company runs Ottawa and Montreal. Mm. Mm.
1: and uh, it, But like I said, Toronto Comic Con sounds like it's, it's shaping up pretty. Solid for for comic book people, which makes me wonder what is going to be Fan Expo this year. Yeah, like who's going to be the the, the Fan Expo? Get, we know Jason Momoa has already been announced, but like on the comic book side, who are we getting? It's they they usually have one or two big, big names. solid yeah. names. I don't, and I'm trying to think of like, well, who hasn't been here in a year or two where you could see it, you yeah. know? But uh, yeah. And uh, I, we 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 want to do a couple field trips as well. I know, but we, maybe
4: we we'll get that those cosplay costumes you and I keep talking about yeah. making this year.
1: So I guess that's it for this episode. Sure. Short and sweet this week. But uh, Do some and, geek picks? Yeah. The, to end things off, we will end off with geek picks. Okay.
3: I'm going to be very self-serving and, uh, and self-promoting. <laughs> <laughs> Go for uh, it. My geek pick is Shrek the Musical, playing Woo! February 7th to 17th at Georgian Theater in Barrie, presented by the Kempenfeldt Community Players. And I'm not just saying that because I'm in the show. But I'm saying it because I'm I in the, the show. show. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. uh, I am I am playing various fairy tale creatures. Um, our cast is amazing. The band sounds fantastic. The costumes look great. Uh, it's going to be a show you don't want to miss. Uh, tickets are available through um Kempenfeltplayers.com or um, the Barry Theaters websites. Um, but uh, we do we'll watch a run to what's that? From when to when When's February seventh to seventeenth, okay. Thursday uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights and then uh matinees on Saturday and Sunday for two weekends. So tickets are around $26. Uh bring your kids, bring your grandma. It's a f- it's a show the whole family can love. It's not just a kid show. It's got lots of um you yeah, well it's a Shrek movie. It's like, just Shrek. Just like, Shrek it's the like Shrek. There are jokes that the kids aren't going to get. Uh <laughs> it's it's a it's going to be a really good show and uh I wouldn't promote it this hard if I didn't think everybody would like it. So please come and see Shrek the musical. Ryan. Uh,
4: so my pick is uh, Young Justice Outsiders. Ooh, which has been appearing so on te- on uh, Teletoon here in Canada. My only problem is that Teletoon is not showing us all the episodes. Yeah. They showed two episodes a night each Sunday night so they showed episodes one and two yeah and then last night they showed episode four and five yeah they just skipped episode 3.
2: Yeah, nothing good happens in 3.
3: And... Well, yeah, yeah episode <laughs> 3 is how they
4: escaped from where they were stuck in
3: episode 2. <laughs> and they didn't tag episodes 4 and 5 as new, so my PVR recording, which was set to record all new episodes of Young Justice Outsiders, didn't record it last night because they weren't tagged as new. Uh,
1: 20th now, century problems.
4: It is uh, the, the episodes are available on their Rogers on Demand ch- uh, channel, but they've only posted episodes 1, 2... 4 and 5. I have watched uh, episode so completely three skipped
3: episode 3. Episode 3 is kind of vital.
1: Yeah. Well, I figured from watching episode 4 but yeah. So, but is it it's living up to the Young Justice name? Oh, for
4: sure. Like oh. it's still the, the one of the best portrayals of all these characters that is in D, that's you know, in DC con, you know, comics or cartoon or movies or whatever cuz it's there's the like best
3: a, of it, each character. There's like Inter-Justice League conflict in the first episode, too. Like, there's a clash of ideologies through, from Justice League members in the first episode, and, oh, yeah.
4: Yeah, Batman takes his friends and leaves. Yeah. He leaves the Justice League.
2: Batman has friends?
4: Yeah. <laughs> They're the outsiders.
2: Oh.
4: But, uh, yeah, it's been pretty good so far. Like You know, I, I, I just, it's it's my favorite depiction of Superboy... And, the, you know, just the, the interaction with Superboy, and especially now that he's, you know, matured more from the first meetings in the show when he was like this big ball of anger, right? Mm. Um, to see the way he's interacting now with a character who's acting the way he did when he first came out of the test tube and was that big ball of anger. Now this other guy just got his powers and he's a big ball of anger and it's him trying to like, almost not so much mentor him, but trying to be like, hey... You know, we've been here. I've been through what you're doing. You know, you need to learn to relax, you actually need to appreciate this and that and do things. And like at one point you see him, he's like, he's working on a motorcycle. And he's like, the guy's like, why are you doing this? You should pay someone to do this. And he's like, someone's paying me to do this. And he's like, oh, well, you got this cooler motorcycle over here. are talking about Sphere. And he's like, yeah, well, he doesn't need me to work on him. This bike needs me to work on it. Like, you can, you know, get that satisfaction of doing something with your hands. But, uh, yeah, it's a great, a great cartoon.
1: Jen.
2: All right. Well, Squirrel Girl. Yay. Still going strong. I can't remember what happened in the last issue because I got. It had
1: a was... really good cover to it because wasn't that the one with the, the Statue of Liberty on the, the front? Yeah, that, that was, was, was a good
2: cover. Uh, I think it was the one where they figured out the Skrull plot, which is actually just one Skrull who didn't want to be part of the Skrull army anymore. So she kind of defected to Earth and spent like a year as a lamppost and then turned into a squirrel. A lamppost? Yeah, a lamppost. Wow. And then she turned into a squirrel and that's how she met Squirrel Girl. And then she turned into Squirrel Girl and tried to... (laughs) Actually, the logic is pretty damn awesome because she was like... She expected that, um, she, she, so she acted like Squirrel Girl, then Squirrel Girl, air quotes, died, right? She faked her own death as Squirrel Girl because she expected then Squirrel Girl to, um, you know, at, react like a comic book hero would react and be like this big grand like, ah, no, I'm alive. But instead she was very, you know, hmm, let's think about this and analyze the situation and work it out. So her plan didn't work, out the squirrel's plan didn't work out. Um, but <laughs> so it was really cute and funny and uh, yeah, Squirrel Girl is awesome but my other geek pick because I do too, is this book that we got, or I got, called Jim Henson's Labyrinth Shortcuts and it's a bunch of uh, short story short story comics, I guess by various authors taking place in the world of Jim Henson's Labyrinth, so you've got um, well I know that um, Katie Cook did one because I recognize her style immediately. I'm sure if Brent went through these, he'd be like, oh, it's that guy. Oh, it's that guy. Um, I had just recognized Katie Cook's art style. But um, it was really good and very cute. Um, so this one's volume one, which means I'm hoping that there's a volume two coming out. Um, including Jonathan Case, Delilah S. Dawson, Gustavo Duarte, Roger Langridge. Katie Cook, Jeff Stokely and many others. It says on the back. So if you like Jim Henson's The Labyrinth, then you should definitely read that. It's very cute. That's cool. my pick.
1: So I'm going to do two, but one's a promo for a friend of ours um, over at the Post Wrestling Network of podcasts. Uh, our good friend Nate Milton's new show, The Rocky Maya via Picture Show. Great title. Has uh, debuted with its first episode being the Scorpion King. He has uh, his, not so great uh, movie. His <laughs> <No>. <laughs> terrible movie, but sometimes those can make for the great reviews. Yes, um, I've listened to the episode. It's it's pretty good, especially for a first episode. They they hit the ground kind of running, and they also discuss like the what leads up to the Rock getting this movie. And I had completely forgotten he got a huge. Payday to do this film. That was not such a good movie, but the movie did quite well at the box office at the time.
4: Now, which one was it? The Mummy or the one where he was actually in it? Like the Mummy the one, where you thing. see okay, so, so
1: the the spin off okay. from the Mummy Returns, where okay. he appears very briefly as himself and very briefly as a worse than PS2 level graphics. Oh,
4: so the one from the <laughs> so the Mummy the, the Mummy Two. No, there is a spin-off film called The Scorpion King. Yeah, that one he's in the whole time. Yes. Yeah, well, you just said he's in, and then it becomes a PS2 graphic.
1: Yeah, no, that, not, not that, that one. one. Okay, I was confused. So they, they have done that one, and the next film that they're doing is The Rundown, So, uh, which is a favorite of mine. I, I think that's one of The Rock's best movies, because it, it's just well put together, and I enjoy it. So uh, go check out Nate's show. You can find it at postwrestling.com or just look up uh, the Rocky Maivia Picture Show on your app of choice for podcasts. Um, My second pick is going to be slightly unusual. Not so much if you know me fairly well, but a little unusual for the show is I'm going with uh, Springsteen on Broadway, which is a Netflix special of Bruce Springsteen's Broadway show. Which is where he talks about a little bit about his life and behind the scenes of the 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 E Street Band and like how certain songs came to be and stuff like that. the The main takeaway I come for, I got from it is Bruce Springsteen, or at least the guy he wrote the show with, is a very funny man. <laughs> he has a really good sense of humor. One of the best parts of it. He mentions the fact that, like, I have made a living for years singing about the common man in America, the factory worker, the blue-collared guy. I have never worked a day job in my life. (laughs) Up until this show, I have never worked Monday to Friday. And I gotta tell you, I don't like it. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. But it's it's funny. It's got some like, you know, it's a little bit of like heart wrenching moments and parts. It's just very well done and and it's got it's Bruce Springsteen playing acoustic versions of his songs, which are he's one of the when it's all said and done, he is probably gonna be listed as one of the great American songwriters of the 20th and 21st century. Yeah. He's just, he's really good. He's a good wordsmith. And yeah, so you can find that on Netflix. And that is it for this episode. Uh, tune in in two weeks. I'm not sure what we'll have. We'll be here and we'll be talking. Yep. And it
2: will be nerdy.
1: It will definitely be nerdy, as is every episode of this show. So stay tuned for another episode of True North Nerds.
0: Bye. Bye. Set your phasers to sexy.
1: You've been listening to the True North Nerds, recorded at the Utility Cupcake Research Kitchen. Reach the nerds on Twitter at True North Nerds, on Facebook under surprise True North Nerds, and you can reach them by email at True Nerds at gmail.com. If you like the opening theme song, it's called Set Your Phasers to Sexy by Kirby Crackle from the album Sounds Like You. Please go to kirbycracklemusic.com or look them up on iTunes and buy everything that they have made. You won't regret it.
0: So set your phasers to sexy.